Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to Target! Free Shavaka do! What y'all get for number 12? I got 18. I got 9.5. I got Abraham Lincoln. There is only one thing worse than a rapist. Boom. A child. No. Joey, did you eat my sandwich? I am your sandwich. Good mythical morning! Shut up! I'm currently eating sushi. It's very yummy. No. I guess I'm just too tough to cry. Oh, hi. Thanks for checking in. I'm still a piece of garbage. Hey, welcome back to another episode of Internet Exposition. Uh, today we got a pretty good one. Today is uh, June 7th. Uh, it is Monday. So... Um, so let's just get started. Uh, today, today on Rate Your Selfie, we got the first one, which is by someone, I don't know if I'm pronouncing the name correctly, but I think it's Anish, or it could be pronounced Anish, A-N-I-S-H. Uh, it's pretty good. Uh, looks, I would give it a, probably give it a 8 out of 10. Um, this next one's by Fabio. Um, looks good. I would probably give it a, probably also an 8 out of 10, yeah. This last one is by Andy Lewis. Uh, I think I'm pronouncing that correctly. Um, I'd probably give it a 8 out of 10 as well. So that's it for that. Uh, let's move on to the news today. Uh, news today... Uh, of course, we've all heard of uh, YouTube's new short segment kind of competing with this new short clip thing that's going on on the internet that's slowly becoming more and more popular. YouTube finally jumping in on the action with their YouTube shorts. Um, YouTube's TikTok competitor shorts will soon let users sample audio from any YouTube video, which is very interesting. Um being able to sample audio from other users' videos is one of TikTok's greatest strengths. I would agree with that. It allows meme to um, procreate across the platform and lets users discover new content by watching videos with the same sound. Soon YouTube will expand this feature in its TikTok competitor shorts letting users sample sounds from any content uploaded to YouTube. YouTube officially announced this feature last month in its community support post, but tells The Verge it should now be available for the first time in new markets as part of the launch of shorts in the UK, Canada, and a number of Latin American countries, including Argentina, uh, Brazil, Ch Chile, and uh, Mexico, Colombia, Peru, Venezuela. Uh, the YouTube sampling tool will then roll out to other shorts marketing, including the U.S. in the coming weeks, shorts users can already um, sample sounds from other short videos as well from the library of licensed music, but this update will greatly expand the audio that they have easy access to feature. The feature will funnel YouTube users 
into the shorts um, video via the new create button in the mobile app. This will appear underneath the videos next to the, the like and dislike buttons. Clicking it will give users the option to sample the videos, audios, and shorts. Shorts viewers will also be able to tap the audio in the video, head back to the original source for YouTube proper. And the article just kind of continues to uh, give more details about it, but I think you get the gist of it. So essentially, um, YouTube new shorts program is, um, like I said, they're launching a new kind of like with TikTok. I'll just explain it real quickly, just in case you, you know, sometimes when I read those articles, it's a little monotone. So sometimes it might be easy to easier just to explain it. But yeah, essentially YouTube is, uh, doing the same thing that TikTok does, how they have, you can take audio samples from other things. Like sometimes people take audio samples from YouTube videos, even old vines or music. And so now YouTube is going to be doing the same thing there. They have a royalty free music you can throw on there. And then they also have, um, other YouTube samples. Like I said, you'll just be able to easy click the create button and you'll be able to easily access uh, a large variety of audio samples from other YouTube videos, which is a cool concept. My only hope out of this is I hope this YouTube shorts, the problem with this concept is YouTube, first of all, YouTube really isn't known for short clips. Now there are short clips that do exist on YouTube and um, and I think it's slowly catching on, but there's some people that just aren't quite getting the concept of it or really it's it's not quite growing on people just yet. It's like YouTube's trying to be this catch-all uh, media website. It's just like, that you know, they want people to be able to post pictures and articles and stuff. It's kind of like when they release that uh, community thing where you can post like a picture of yourself or ask questions, kind of like, sort of like an Instagram concept. And that one is... Uh, decently popular, but I just, it still takes such a huge backseat as compared to just YouTube videos, uh, just your standard YouTube videos. But who knows, maybe YouTube shorts uh, will catch on. I think the problem is, is most people go to YouTube to just watch standard videos. I think the only other program, uh, the other articles, like I said, with the posts that you can make or uh, with these YouTube shorts, most of the time they get views are mostly from fans of the channel, you know, and and I think that's where most of the views are stimulating from. It's not like people are just scrolling through looking for these short clips, really. But who knows? Maybe it might catch on, especially with this new concept. Um, I think it'll take some time for YouTubers to kind of figure out how to make that work just yet. Cause had, I mean, TikTok took a long time before it really, really kind of got everything smoothed out just yet. Cause when it first came out, it was pretty rough and it's now it's gotten a lot of things smoothed out much better. Um, but so with this new YouTube shorts thing, I still think it's, people are start kind of getting the hang of it. It's still growing on people. And, um, yeah, so I think it's going to take some time, but who knows, maybe it'll go somewhere. Maybe it's not, uh, one thing Google is not too, not the best at creating things though. Like they're, they're most of the stuff that they have that is very successful is usually stuff that they just bought, like, you know, uh, YouTube, because, you know, they didn't make YouTube, they just bought YouTube. And even Google, the website Google, they didn't even make that website, they bought it. So it's just kind of like I said, it's like they're really better for, you know, <laughs> um, 
they're better at um like i said making or uh, uh buying stuff or doing something that's already been established and maybe adding some new features to it than they are really creating things but technically it is a feature on youtube so who knows it might work so, because I remember back in the day when Google had their own video sharing, but like a lot of people don't, a lot of younger people may not know that, but yeah, Google actually used to have their own video sharing website where they had Google videos, and it was probably the closest competitor to YouTube, and um, it was, because it was actually decently popular, quite a bit popular than most other video sharing sites, with the exception of YouTube, of course, and um, yeah, so... They, it's not like they're new to the whole concept of creating things and making things work. It's just that a lot of times it seems like every time they try to create some, it seems to be an epic fail, but who knows, maybe this will work. Um, today on YouTuber Birthdays, it is, um, let's see, who is this? This is Daniel, um... Ingberg, Ingberg, I think I'm pronouncing that correctly. He's turning 14 today. He's a songwriter, singer, rapper known for his music and cover videos. It shows that he's currently inactive, though, so, but maybe he'll uh, come back. Um, it is, if I can pronounce this name correctly, uh, Ayin Rosa, or maybe it's pronounced Ayin Rosa, uh, is turning 17 today. Uh, she is an Indonesian YouTuber who credits edits and uh, music videos revolving around the Malaysian animated series. Hmm, interesting. So happy birthday to her. It is Alexa Rivera's birthday today. Um, she's turning 20 today. And uh, she's the brother of Brent Revelia, Revelia, Rivera. I can't seem to speak today. Um... So she, it's uh, she, like I said, she's turning twenty. She's a YouTuber as well. Of course, we all know who Brent is, but yeah, she's really popular too. Um, it is Dang Matt Smith's birthday today. Um, he is turning twenty-five. Um, he is a American YouTuber who lives in Los Angeles, California. So happy birthday to him! It is WJ Law Memes. The Fox, that's a long username. Uh, birthday today, he's turning 22. He's an American YouTuber who resides in Michigan. He has been influenced by channels of Cyber8 and Pilot Red Sun. So, so I'm assuming he's a meme channel since it says memes. Uh, it's Fortnite Stuff's uh, birthday today. He's turning 26. Uh, he's most popular for being a YouTuber, originally played Minecraft on his channel, Minecraft Universe, and it consisted of him and Branson and later's departure who, from the duo, left Jason and the channel's sole representative. Jason was the member of the group known as Team Crafted. All right. It is Minecraft Universe. Oh, it's... <laughs> That's the same YouTuber, so we'll skip over that one. Uh, the Professional's birthday today. Um, he's turning 27. He's in a, a Polish-American YouTuber known for his gaming videos. There's a lot of gaming uh, channels on YouTube. I feel like I've said that multiple times, but it's just like every time I read through these birthdays, it's like gaming channel, gaming channel, game. I was like, but, you know, I guess it is popular, so I can't blame people. Uh, it is El Elvin's... 
Ellens Andrews, I'm probably butchering that name all the heck, turning 29 today. Uh, he is an um, English YouTuber that posts gaming videos, specifically Grand Theft Auto V, and his silver called Redline RP. So, hmm. It is Harlem Fetty's birthday today. I don't know if I'm pronouncing that right. He's turning 30. He is a, um American musician, rapper, and songwriter who performs the genre of rap, hip-hop, R&B, trap, and pop. Since he began his career in 2013, he's released a total of two studio albums, including Fetty Wap and King Zoo. It is Geography Now's birthday today. Um, he is a South Korean-American YouTube vlogger. Though its main series and namesake, it covers the geography and history, politics, culture of the sovereign country every episode. Though the alphabetical list of the United Nations members, he often includes co-hosts in his videos, such as Keith Everett, uh, Hannah Bamberg, and Noah, I can't pronounce some of these last names, Guildmaster, uh, Caleb S um, Salton, Salton, uh, and author Nap Napkin Tick Napkin Tick. <laughs> uh, and lastly, it is Trade Chat's birthday today. Uh, she's turning thirty-three. She's a YouTuber, uh, gamer, game reviewer, vlogger, and reality TV personality known for her Trade Chat YouTube videos, which she produces under the name. Uh, Panser. So, happy birthday to her. It's time now for the most fantastic memes on the internet. They're fantastic memes. So fantastic. They're meme-tastic. Uh, memes today, we got... This first one says, a website allows cookies, me, clicks yes, my FBI agent who hasn't eaten for two days. Hmm. Yeah. If you got a dollar for every useless fact that you knew, you would have zero dollars because those useless facts are no longer useless because they make you money. He's out of line, but he's right. <laughs> yeah, that's true. This one is hilarious. This is when you delete several games to make space for a new one, but it turns out to be a trash game. You know how much I sacrificed? <laughs> now that one made me laugh uh, a really long time. This next one says me realizing that everyone has an F if everyone has an FBI, then half of the population is FBI. Wait a minute. <laughs> Yeah, I know, I always tell people that. I was just like, people think, like, there's always, like, every individual person is being watched by the, uh, being watched by the government or the FBI. I'm like, you realize how many people it would take to watch every individual person in this country? Just in this country alone. That's not even counting, like, other countries. People think that, like, the UN is watching them and crap. I'm like, yeah, you know how much time and effort that would take to watch each individual person? It's like, that's crazy. This is white people, Asians all look the same. White people. Queen of the UK, Queen of Canada, Queen of Australia, Queen of New Zealand, Queen of Jamaica. <laughs> yeah. Mm -hmm. 
says, honey, I shaved. Do you know what that means? This is, I guess, the wife said, saying that to the husband. Says, oh, that drain is blocked up again. Video sharing ketchup. Uh, today I wanted to talk about, now I've talked about him some before, um, but I wanted to talk about Blue Screen Jason. Because I wanted to get back, uh, for a while there on the podcast, I was kind of getting on a tangent with various topics about TikTok, Twitch, and YouTube as a whole. But I wanted to really get back in the nitty gritty of specific YouTubers and specific uh, people on TikTok and uh, Twitch. And um, so today I wanted to talk a little bit more about Blue Screen Jason. I've talked about him before on the podcast, but this one I'm going to get, like I said, more into the meat and the potatoes of his of his YouTube channel. Um, I've been... I'm kind of, when it comes to Let's Plays it's on YouTube, I'm kind of one of those people, like, I'll get really hooked on them for a while, and I'll watch nothing but the Let's Play, especially if they're playing a specific game I want to watch them play. Which, with this channel right now, I'm watching them. I'm, ba- I'm jumping back and forth between Daggerfall and Morrowind. If you don't know what those are, those are games in the Elder Scrolls series. But um, I'm jumping back and forth between those two and kind of following along with what he's doing. Um, but Blue Screen Jason is a gaming YouTuber. He also actually has a website where he, I think he still updates it from time to time. He, um, does these little comic strips, um, of like little cartoon characters, I guess. And he started it way back in 2004. So I don't know if this website's been running since 2004. Or if it's just he, you know, that's just when he started drawing the uh, um, the cartoons. You know, I guess they're, like I said, they're like comic strips. So, but if that's the case, then that's really cool. Because you don't see too many, bump into too many websites nowadays. Not lower budget websites. Now there are obviously bigger websites. You know, you got Amazon, YouTube, and Google and stuff like that. That have been around for ages. But, um but I'm talking about like specific websites about something, you know, like a lower website like this one, you know, blue screen, uh, Jason.ca, uh, CA being for Canada cause he's Canadian. Um, but yeah, he uh, does these little comic strips and he's up to number, he still does them. He's up to number 237. He still does them. It's just that they're much more f- rare, far and fewer in between now. Um, but the last one he did was last year in December in 2020 and he did one. Um, but like I said, he used to do a more often back in like 2004, five, six, uh, seven and eight. And I believe in 2009 and 10 as well. But then after 11, 12, 13, you know, he kind of started to slow him down a little bit because I think he, uh, started focusing a little bit more on his gaming channel which he started seven years ago, and uh, mostly just doing random um, gameplays of different various uh, shooting games he likes. Sometimes he would, uh, mostly shooting games, but sometimes he'd play like some RPGs and stuff like that. And um, then finally, fast forward, I think when his channel, his channel is still so overlooked in my opinion, because he, he has such great content on there, especially now today. But um, he only he still has less than like eight thousand subscribers, and that just 
I left a comment on his channel a couple months ago, and it's just like I told him that it was just like, and he actually responded to me. I told him I was just like it just boggles my mind how overlooked your channel is. I'm like, there's all these let's play channels out there that are you know have still getting all these views and subscribers, and it's like his has been around for like years, and it's like, and it's really, and it's not like his channel is like. You know, like, oh, well, if he put more time and effort into it, it'd be better or whatever, blah, blah, blah. But um, it's like, no, it's actually a really good channel. It's very good quality and everything. And uh, But yet it's just like his channel just still doesn't really get the views it deserves, in my opinion. And um, But fast forward, uh, let's see, I think it was about seven years ago. Um, so it wasn't too long after he launched his um, channel. It was back in February 10th, 2014. He came out with a video that was called An Intro to the Elder Scrolls Anthology because back years ago, uh, Bethesda, the creators of the Elder Scrolls series, they uh, released an anthology of all five of their main series games. Now, there's more Elder Scrolls games than just five, but those are the main ones because, um, you know, you got Elder Scrolls Online, you got Elder Scrolls... Um, uh, the side quests, the adventures, and uh, there's a lot of, and there's even some phone games and stuff like that. There's a lot of Elder Scrolls games, but um, they came out with an anthology of all five of their games. Uh, the first one being Arena, Elder Scrolls Arena. The second one being Elder Scrolls uh, Daggerfall, the uh, Elder Scrolls Two Daggerfall, and then Elder Scrolls Three Morrowind, and then Elder Scrolls. Or, uh, Oblivion, and then, of course, Skyrim, which is the most well-known, especially nowadays. But he came out with this video uh, talking, kind of doing an unboxing and talking, showing off the maps and the the disc art and stuff, because they're all physical discs inside the box art. And he, he was showing them... Um, every, you know, all the content, basically, within the box. And um, so, but he also did an announcement in the video. The main point of him doing this video was he did an announcement showing, telling them that um, I am going to be playing through the entire Elder Scrolls 3. So keep in mind, this was seven years ago, almost eight years ago. So very cl close approaching eight years ago, very close on approaching eight years. But uh, he said he's going to be doing an entire playthrough of the Elder Scrolls series, starting with Arena, you know, in chronological order, starting with Arena and going all the way to, he said probably Elder Scrolls 6 will be out by the time he gets to it. Well, Elder Scrolls 6 is still not out, and it's still not showing any signs of it coming out any time soon. I mean, it is in development, but it's probably going to be a long time before it comes out. And so some people may wonder, well, this is seven years ago. Is he still playing the series? Yes, he is. And it may surprise you what game he's on. Now, he's finished Arena, so immediately after this video, he uploaded Arena. Actually, I think he uploaded the videos like that literally that same day. So he did Arena, and um, uh, let me see if I can pull up the playlist here. Um, um, give me just one second. If I can get the playlist pulled up, if my computer will cooperate here. Where is Arena? No, that's not what I want. Anyway, he played Arena. He finished Arena. I'll kind of talk to you about it as I'm um, pulling these playlists up. Yeah, he finished Arena. It took him, uh, I think, just a slightly over 100 videos at an average of 15 to 20 minutes per video. 
slightly over 100 videos because arena even though it was a pretty long game for its time it's actually not really that long as compared to most um most rpgs today because if anybody knows anything about rpgs today they're typically like you know got like over 200 hours of content especially if you're doing side quests you know and if you're getting really deep into the side quests you know you're going to be playing a long time so like you're it's going to be a long time before you beat the game now most you could beat them faster but then um i think it was in 2016 when he finally it could be 15 but i think it was in 2016 cuz it took him about a year to finish arena um then he started playing daggerfall which is the second game and it took him uh, just slightly under 150 videos to finish that one. Again, uh, right around 30. These videos were a little longer, so they were around the 30-minute mark. And then he started Morrowind, which is the third series. And um, he started that one, I think, around... Let's see if I can get it pulled up here. Back in 2017, I believe. So, two thousand seven, May twenty second, two thousand seventeen, he started Morrowind, and he's still playing Morrowind to this day. <laughs> so it's like it boggles my mind that he's been doing this series, and he's can stay consistent with it too. It's like he's been consistent with the series. He keeps improving the quality of his videos, the audio, the video, and everything, and um, and it, he's been consistent. You know, keeping with a promise that he made seven years ago that he was going to play through the entire series. He's still playing Morrowind. Now, I will say he's been doing a lot of side quests with Morrowind because he did mention that Morrowind is his favorite game in the series. And so he, I think he did go a little bit quicker with Arena and maybe a smidget faster with Daggerfall. He probably could have done some more with that game because there is quite a few things to do in Daggerfall. Uh, but with Morrowind, he's really taking his time and working his way through. Otherwise, he might be already done by now because I think he's already approaching the end. I've already watched some of his more recent videos on Morrowind, and it looks like he's already getting close to the end from what I can tell. Uh, I've never actually finished Morrowind, but I have played quite a bit of it, and it does look like he's approaching the end there. He's wrapping things up, and he's at... Uh, what video is he at? He's done 272 videos or just slightly over 250 because some of those are other Morrowind related videos not actually gameplay videos so just slightly over 100 250 and he's still playing but it does look like he's wrapping things up so it might be you know maybe another 20 to 50 videos and he might be done with Morrowind and had to come to oblivion so I just I wanted to just congratulate uh you know Jason and because he's got more you know what is what word am I looking for? Dedication, I guess. He's got way more dedication than I have because if I was getting the views he had while putting all that work into my videos and keeping up consistent with that content, I think I would have probably given up a long time ago because, you know, I've done gameplay videos before and it, they're not as easy as they look. I know I've mentioned in the past on podcasts that it's like, oh, you know, everybody just does gameplay videos because they're easier and stuff. But there really is some work involved, if I'm being honest, especially if you got a face camera in there because you got to sync everything up. You got to make sure your video looks good, plus your gameplay video and everything needs to look just nice and then you gotta you know if you don't have very good editing software sometimes you have to get better editing software or work around uh, limitations i knew a youtuber one time that did gaming videos and he actually said that he had really really slow internet he had a pretty good computer and pretty good editing software but his internet was really slow and so because he lived with his parents at the time 
and um, he um, so he had to, he said it literally would take like five hours just to like upload a video to YouTube. So he would and he was uploading like almost every day. And so I was like, wow, that's dedication. He was sitting there making sure the video got out like almost every day. And so like the same thing here with Jason, um, you know, he's just he's so dedicated to making sure, um, you know, that these videos get out and um, that he can he stays consistent and keeps up with his promise that he's going to finish this series you know and it's like and i'm just i'm i'm so that amazes me i love seeing youtube channels that are so consistent like that they keep things it reminds me of like james from cinemassacre and you know the fact that he's still you know he started this angry video game nerd thing like even before youtube existed and yet the show is still going and that just it just boggles my mind. But at least with that show, it does get a lot of views and likes and appreciation that it deserves. But with this channel, I just I had to talk about it some more and talk about like there are YouTubers out there that it's like if you think that the old days of YouTube where people don't you know everything's all about challenges now or, you know or everything's all about you know kid content now or everything's all blah blah and it's like a no one is taking gaming on youtube seriously anymore it's like no there still are channels out there like jace blue screen jason that he um you know like i said he's coming out with quality content no the elder scrolls isn't the only games he plays he also does play uh arma 3 which i think he actually paid arma 2 when he first started his channel but now he's on the third one um you know contact and um, he also plays the. He's working on the Witcher series, uh, which I don't know if he's planning on doing. I haven't watched any of those yet, but I'm planning on doing it once I kind of get caught up on the Elder Scrolls series. Um, but he is playing through the Witcher series, and I don't know if he's planning on doing a full playthrough of all three Witcher games or not. Uh, I'm not sure about that. So that one I'll have to come back to you on. Maybe if I ever do a third um, Blue Screen Jason video. Uh, I'm, I may uh, mention that, but he's also doing Battlespire, uh, lots, lots and lots of games. He has some of them. He has completely finished the Let's Play, and some of them he has. Um, um, he's still working on them, and uh, so yeah, just check out Blue Screen Jason. Like I said, I will put a link in the description to both his YouTube channel and his website because, like I said, he actually has some comics, and they're and they're actually pretty they're actually pretty good quality, and they're actually pretty funny. So um, I would definitely challenge anybody to check those out as well. Um, he um, and then I'll also put a link to the description in his for his YouTube. He also has a Patreon if you want to check it out. I think he does have some people that has it. Yeah, he has eight Patreons already. So if you you know if you already know who he is and you're interested in maybe supporting him because of the fact that he's just so consistent, um, yeah, you can, he does have a Patreon. That's probably the easiest way to support him. And um, um, also, um, if you don't know who he is and you check out his videos and you really like him, then yeah, definitely consider supporting him on Patreon as well. And uh, yeah, so. This is the part of the podcast where we talk about YouTube commenters. The meanest people in the entire world. They slither out of their bitter graves to come and attack on YouTubers. When YouTube commenters attack. So here on YouTube commenters attack, I got, uh, I think I got about four or five comments. I think four could be. Um, that are pretty good. This one says, Nico Jenkins, I don't know if I'm pronouncing that right, 
Um, this is a video about Nico Jenkins. He's in court, I think. Uh, it says Nico, someone left a comment saying Nico Jenkins doesn't flush the toilet. He just scares the shit out of it. <laughs> uh, this one is from a little snippet from the old Willy Wonka in the Chocolate Factory with Grandpa Joe, you know, dancing around. It says Grandpa Joe wouldn't have kept floating after he stole that soda. <laughs> or I wish Grandpa Joe would have kept floating after he stole that soda. Oh, man. Yeah, everybody always hates on Grandpa Joe because of the fact that he's, like, gets out of bed, you know, because there's, you know, like, oh, now that there's Sweetums involved, you know, let's get out of bed, you know. So they're always hating on him. It's like, oh, he didn't really need to be in bed, you know, blah, blah, blah. I'm like, well, first of all, he is a pretty old guy just because he didn't necessarily wasn't actually bedridden. I think the point of him being in bed is the fact that it was cold there. It's not like they had central heat, you know. And, um, so the point, um, you know, of him being in bed, I think was for that concept, but I think the movie what the movie or in the book really is what it's based off of was trying to hammer in with the grandparents. It's not so much that they like necessarily had to be in bed. Sometimes it's just about the fact that there's just, what am I getting out of bed for kind of concept? It's almost like a depression type thing or, or an oppression type thing. It's just like nothing ever good happens in life. And that was kind of what it, the movie was trying to hammer in. It was just like their life has all just been a misery, you know, from their life to their grandparents' life. It's like they've been poor, you know, for many generations. You know, there's just like – so it was kind of hammering the the um, the fact that it's just like what's there to get up for? What's the point and purpose of getting up, you know, when there's nothing to get out of bed for? And I think that's what really what the um, – the point of the scene was it's like you know charlie finds this golden ticket which is supposed to be like a metaphor for this is our ticket out of this lifestyle and you know something greater is finally coming you know you just have to be patient that's kind of what the movie was hammering in and um and so it's just like then grandpa joe jumps out of bed and he's excited and stuff but i can totally understand why people you know hate on him because it's like oh now that there's chocolates involved he's jumping out of bed but it's like i got a golden ticket I got a golden twinkle in my eye. But yeah, I think that's just what the movie was hammering for. It is just like, now there's a purpose to get out of bed. Uh, this comment says, I once went to a Chinese buffet with my friend who was six, uh, six foot six inches and the, um, and 350 pounds. The lady said <laughs> verbatim, uh, you too big, you pay double. <laughs> Oh, man, I love how blunt people are sometimes with what they'll say to anybody. Uh, This person says, I'm not sure what the video he's replying to is, but he said, she needs a COVID test. She's got no taste. (laughs) Anyway, that is it for today's podcast. I hope you really enjoyed it. uh, I gotta, like I said, I always gotta give myself a little bit of a shout out. Um, if you're interested in this podcast, um, I do now have another podcast. Um, if you're also interested in video games in the Jack and Daxter series, uh, excuse me, I have a podcast on the Jack and Daxter series now. It's called Eco Power, Eco E C O Power. Um, if you want to check that out, or um, so I do have another podcast now out now and i also have a youtube channel if you want to check out my youtube channel i do uh, skits and mostly uh, challenges a lot of food related stuff if you want to check that out and if you want to get a hold of me about any of my content or this podcast in particularly 
Um, you can reach out. The easiest way to reach me is on Instagram because I'm on there all the time. I'm like addicted to Instagram. So if you DM me on there about any of my content, uh, then I will most likely see it you know, pretty quickly, you know, in most scenarios. And so if you want to reach out to me, that is the easiest place. Maybe you want, there's something about the show you think that's uh, maybe needs some improvement, um, you know, and, uh, or you just have some feedback or comment in general, uh, submit me on there. Another way to reach me is you can, there should be a link in the description that says like message on there. A voice message, I believe, if you want to, if you don't, you know, want to have to type in, a, you know, a long paragraph of whatever you want to say, you can actually just submit a voice message to me directly through that system, through that link, if you click on it. And who knows, I might even just put it in the next podcast if you submit it to me. Hmm. But uh, anyways, check those out if you want to reach out to me. And uh, that's it for today's show. I am Kevin Emery. This is Internet Exposition. And I'm out.